Nether Words Read for you by Charles Logan Night Train to Paris by David Gerald Part 2 The word mystery has always caught my attention ever since I was nine when I'd found a copy of Edgar Allan Poe's Tales of Mystery and Imagination on my father's bookshelf. Roderick Usher still lurked beneath my nightmares, a tall, gaunt figure backlit by horror. But despite my relentless curiosity, I've learned to be increasingly skeptical. Most mysteries are wishful thinking. Nonetheless, I had to ask, This train has a mystery? See, see! he said enthusiastically. A very great mystery. Un grande misterioso. He glanced around conspiratorially. He got up, opened the cabin door, looked out both ways, closed it, came back, sat down again. They do not talk much of it in the public. They know what is happening, but they do not know why. So they say nothing. They pretend. Who doesn't say anything? Claudio waved his hands to indicate everything beyond the compartment in which we sat. The train was speeding up now. All of them. The people who know. "Uh Uh-huh, I said. But you know about this great mystery because... Because I am Claudio and I know this thing. I ride this train many times. The controllori, they know me. They trust me enough to talk to me. He leaned forward and whispered, Because they are scared. Okay, he had me. I leaned forward in my seat, ready to listen. Why are they scared? Before he could answer, the cabin door slid open and a female conductor asked, Passaporti. I handed mine over. Claudio dug around for his, one pocket after the other, finally found it, passed it across. The conductor said, Grazie. Closed the door and disappeared. I turned back to Claudio. Okay, I said. Tell me now, why are they scared? Something had changed his mood. He looked anxious. Signore, I should not. Now, that's not fair. First you bring it up, then you say you can't talk about it. Sometimes too much I talk. He gestured with both hands as if wiping the conversational slate clean. Please, We talk about something else instead. I don't think so. I want to know about the great mystery. Claudio shook his head. He was adamant. Someone else will have to tell you. Okay, fine, I said. The train rocked unevenly. It was getting late. I stood up and began fussing with the back of the seat, trying to lower it and turn it into a bed. Don't tell me. Keep your secret. I am going to sleep now. I had already made up my mind to see what Google could tell me tomorrow. I don't think you should sleep on the train, Claudio said. It is not a good idea. It's not? Not on this train, I think. And this is because? He didn't answer. Because of the great mystery you're not going to tell me about. See, see. He said it with enormous resignation. Okay, so I can't sleep and you won't tell me why. Thank you very much. Grazie. I went back to fussing with the latches that held the seat back in place. Claudio made a noise of frustration, 
then got up to help me, but instead of helping me lower the seat, he pushed it back up into place. Sit, please, he said. I sat. What I tell you, you promise you will tell no one else. I promise, I said, not meaning it at all. He looked at me skeptically. I was probably not the first to lie to him, and he was not the first person I had lied to. He sighed, an audible recognition that no promise was ever really a guarantee. He turned to his luggage, digging into it like a badger, and pulled out half a bottle of red wine. He unscrewed the top, drank from the bottle, then passed it across to me. What the hell? I took a swallow. It wasn't great wine, but it wasn't bad either. I don't know enough about wine to tell. I just know if it tastes okay. Claudio took another swig, wiped his mouth, sat back and prepared to unburden himself. He offered me the bottle again. I waved it off, and he began. The outside world was long gone. All that remained was this island of dim light caught in the middle of a racketing, lurching sea of noise and movement. It is about the missing people, he said. Many missing people now, but not at the beginning. First, only one or two. This train, it used to be full every night. Many people, tourists, businessmen, families, students, sometimes 1,500, 2,000 people, every cabin full. Not so anymore. This cabin, this is a cabin for four. Where are the other two? They do not come. Not this way. They go through Geneva instead. Or they take the coach and get on a train at Marseille or somewhere. Why? They are scared. They hear the stories. Nobody believes the stories, but there is still a reason to fear. He spread his hands wide. They stay away. You're riding the train, I pointed out. Do you believe the stories? I believe there is something. He shook his head. I tell you this, signore. People disappear from this train. That part is not a story. He took another swig from the bottle, looked at it, sloshed the remainder around, screwed the metal cap back on. He leaned forward. It started, I don't know how long ago, but one morning the train arrives in Paris one passenger is not aboard. Nobody knows where he gets off. He is just gone. Poof! The police investigate. There is nothing. There is no body. There is no evidence. There is nothing. Two thousand people get on in Milan. Nineteen hundred and ninety-nine get off in Paris. That's it? See, si, that's it. So after a while, they assume that maybe there was a booking error, or maybe the person gets off in the middle of the night somewhere. After a while, nobody cares. It is just a missing person. Then a few days later, maybe a week, another person. Poof! Only one. This time, a young lady student. A coincidence, perhaps. Another investigation, another question with no answer. A mystery. And then another, and another, and another, until it is once or twice a week. The newspapers, the television, they report the missing people. 
Soon the night train gets a new name. The train of mystery. The train of disappearing people. Some people laugh about it. Some think perhaps a... How you say it? A serial murderer. Maybe. Maybe something else. Who knows? So many people still take the train. If 1,500 people get on, if 1,000 people get on, if only one disappears, then the gamble is in your favor. It is 1,500, 1,000 against one. You should be safe, see? But still, somebody is the one. The polizia, they think it is a serial murderer. They look at everybody who travels the train. They have the numbers of the passaporti. They can see who was on the train when the victims disappeared. And Claudio smiled, grinned, a very unsavory expression. His teeth were yellow and uneven. I hadn't noticed that before. Do I look like a serial murderer? I don't know, I said. I don't know what a serial murderer looks like. He laughed. Okay, you are funny. But I am on the list of people to investigate. So are many, many others. The polizia have much work to do, all the checking. But as much as they check, nobody is on the train all the times when someone vanishes. Sometimes see, sometimes not. But nobody always see. Unless I stopped. Signore, I watch too much television. I waved the thought away. No, signore. Say what you are thinking. Per favore. Well, if it were a serial killer, as you say, he could be using different passports specifically to confuse the police. Ah, yes, of course. If it were a serial murderer, that would be a good way to hide. If it were a serial murderer... The train lurched and rocked. Darkness rushed past. We were a flickering moment of stillness. If it were. You don't think so? Claudio shrugged. I am not an expert on these things. Are you? No, I am not. The way he sat, the serious expression on his face, there was much more to this that he hadn't told me yet. People are still disappearing? See. Si. He said it almost with resignation. The polizia, they want to cancel the train. The Trenitalia people, they would lose too much money. They want more polizia aboard. But sometimes it is one of the polizia who disappears. So now the polizia want to catch the murderer even more. How many people now? One or two a week. Every week. For, he paused to count in his head, many months now, six or seven months. And it's still going on? See, si, see. Si. And people are still taking the train? See, si. yes, he nodded. Like yourself, signore, many do not know. Nobody tells them they board the train, they get to Paris, they get off, they are happy and they're not knowing. Sometimes they don't get off. One or two times a week. Other people, they do know. They ride anyway. Some ride on a dare. 
It is a great sport for young people to ride the train and pretend to be brave. Whole groups of young men and young women. He shrugged. Sometimes reporters, too. They think they are smart enough to discover the mystery of the train. They bring cameras and lights and microphones. They think they will catch the mysterious killer. And they disappear, too? No, I don't think so. I think the mystery of the train is too smart. I had to ask. And knowing all this, you continue to ride the train. Many business people. Not just me. We have our business. It is too important. Maybe like me, they think they are safe. I think I am safe. If the train wanted to eat me, it would have eaten me by now, so it doesn't want me and I am safe to ride. But sometimes, even the people who think they are safe, sometimes they don't get off the train either. Nobody is safe. But you still ride. I cannot afford to go the long way around. And Trenitalia still sends the train out every night. They cannot afford not to. It is their business. It makes them money. If they lose a rider now and then, so what? The rider has already paid for the ticket. He took his chance when he got on the train. But people keep buying tickets so Trenitalia keeps selling them. Some people say Trenitalia is in league with the devil. Not me. I think that they do not care. I think the tickets are more important to them than the caring. And none of this scares you? He shook his head. He leaned forward conspiratorially. Do you want to know my secret, signore? I nodded. I was sure he was going to tell me anyway. I'll tell you my secret. I stay up all night talking. He jabbed his finger in my direction. I find someone to talk with. Someone like you who deserves to live. I stay up all night. I keep him up all night too. We talk and talk all night long. We drink and we talk. He waved the bottle at me, reminding himself to drink again. Sometimes it is funny. Very funny. We laugh. Sometimes we even sing brave songs. But we stay awake. The mystery of the train is that it is never more than one person at a time who vanishes. So... If we are sitting and talking, it does not take either of us because it cannot take both of us. Capiche? See, I said. I understand. I understand that as tired as I am from the long day in the Milan train station, it's going to be an even longer night. I am not going to get any sleep on this train. This man is going to keep me up until the first glow of daylight because he's so scared. Or maybe he's not scared. Maybe this is an intricate Italian practical joke, and he's telling me this preposterous story as a way to entertain himself. It seems to me, I said cautiously, that it would require an enormous amount of skill and preparation to make a person disappear. I don't know that much about murder, but I'm told it can be very messy and very violent, and afterward there's the problem of disposing of the evidence. Claudio frowned in confusion. Getting rid of the body, I explained. Ah, he said. See, 
There are never any bodies. There is never anything. That is the great mystery. That is why some people, many people, say it must be an evil spirit. That the train is hunted. You mean haunted? No, signore. He shook his head as if I'd insulted him. Il mio inglese. My English is not good, but it is not that bad either. I said hunted because I meant hunted. Some people believe that there is something out there in the night. He waved uneasily toward the empty dark window. Something that chases the train for sport, like a cat chases a feather on a string. Sometimes it catches it for a moment, then lets it go so it can chase it again. I didn't know what to say to that. I fell back on safe conversational filler. That's an interesting thought. Claudio nodded. His expression darkened as if he were looking at something inside himself. Finally, he whispered, I have seen it myself. He looked across at me and his eyes were troubled. Signore, it is real. I have seen it. (laughs) 